0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe Do You, a Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle.
1: And I'm Eric.
0: Today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. There is no guest today. Kind of, maybe. Kind of, but not really. Okay. <laughs> um, so Eric doesn't know. We so we we had um and we're probably still gonna do this, but uh we had originally jumped on to start recording because what we were gonna originally do, and we probably still do it, is um essentially I have You're
1: not gonna try and do a seance, are you?
0: No, I mean okay. a little bit. No. Oh uh, no. It's so yeah, originally what we were gonna do was um I have I have a list of like paranormal topics or just topics in, in general that um we would pick a random number and then whatever number that is of the topics. And that's the topic that we would talk about. But then I was also trying to figure out like, Oh, like what's a random way of picking a number. And just recently I had to write an email and I was just, I hate, I hate writing. Um, I don't think I'm that great at it. And what should take me five minutes usually takes me like an hour to write an email. Cause that's just how much I hate it. Um, I don't know if you've heard of chat, uh, chat. GPT, Eric. Yes. Okay, so I was like, I used that to help me write the email. Came in clutch. It was great, but then I was like, hmm. Wonder what other kind of conversations chat. So you're
1: so you're facilitating (laughs) me eventually having to destroy the AI.
0: Yes, maybe I don't know.
1: Get it, guys? Because my name's Connor.
0: John John Connor. No eric jonathan Hunt. that's not what i was doing but oh. i mean maybe um but but yeah so i was just like screw it like let me let me ask this some questions and like my first question was like give me a, a paranormal topic to discuss and it's like sure how about near-death experiences ndes so i was like oh shit yeah why not and then i figured like okay that's it like we'll ask chat they'll give it'll give us a topic and then we could do it like that. But then I was like, hmm, what else could it tell me about NDEs? So I was like, you know, can you tell me more about them? So it like went on to tell me what NDEs were. And I was like, what's the most compelling NDE experience? And then it went on to tell me uh, two of the more uh, popular ones, I guess. And I was like, this is basically just like having a guest on the show. And I thought it was kind of interesting. (laughs) It was... Curious if you would be interested in interviewing an AI robot.
1: I mean, we could we could try it, yeah. Uh, did you, we just find a new way to do deep dives without right? actually having to do deep dives?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's we could <clears throat> probably definitely use it to uh our advantage. It's I don't know if you want me to actually like read you what it said about the NDEs and stuff like that. Like it was how about this? What? How about
1: how about we I don't know. I, I like the idea. So let's do it. I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
0: I have a feeling that like, I don't know, six months to a year from now, you're going to be like, okay, Michelle, so I had this idea. What if we interviewed chat GBT as a guest? And I'm going to be like, that's what I try to do. And you said no.
1: No, I didn't say no. (laughs) I didn't say no. Not this time.
0: Okay. I don't feel like I
1: said no last time either.
0: Okay.
1: it's fine. Uh, But let's, okay. So...
0: (laughs) What do you I mean I had I just did like the ndes again or you know that was like the first thing and we could we could ask we could start a whole completely different chat since I kind of had already started this one by myself mm-hmm. um unless you want to talk about um ndes but uh so, okay like so said, what did I chat
1: have, so what did what did chat G GPT
0: GPT yeah G,
1: what did chat GPT say about ndes what qualifies and then
0: like, should we just like give it a name so that we're not struggling over Chad GPT. I feel like <laughs> there's a robot. We'll,
1: we'll just call it Chad.
0: Chad. Okay. Oh.
1: Or Chappie. No, we can't Chappy. use Chappie because Chappy
0: Chappie's copyrighted. Oh, is it?
1: I don't know. It's a movie. You've never seen the movie?
0: Oh, yeah. 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 With De Di- Di- Antwood. Uh, De Di- Antwood. Antwood. There you go. Yeah. Or De Antwood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, well, okay, let me, let me just, yeah, kind of tell you what ChatGPT said about the experiences. It's not, not super duper long. Uh, so I said, give me a paranormal topic to discuss. And it said, sure. How about near death experiences, NDEs? I was like, great. Well, can you tell me about them? And it said near death experiences or NDEs are a profound and life changing experience that some people report having after being close to death or facing a life-threatening situation. The experience typically includes a range of sensations, emotions, and perceptions, such as feeling as if one is leaving their body, moving through a tunnel, encountering a bright light, seeing deceased loved ones, or experiencing a sense of peace and tranquility. While NDEs are considered a paranormal phenomenon by some, others interpret them as a natural result of the brain's response to stress, trauma, or oxygen deprivation. There are also various cultural and religious interpretations of NDEs, and research into NDEs is ongoing, and studies have reported varying results regarding their prevalence, characteristics, and potential causes. Some researchers suggest that NDEs may have therapeutic benefits and could help individuals to cope with death, with death anxiety or improve their quality of life. Overall, NDEs remain a fascinating and mysterious topic that continue to inspire discussion, debate among scientists, spiritualists, and the general public alike. I was like, ah, fascinating, pretty thorough. Um, And I was like, well, what's the most compelling NDE experience? And it says, as an AI language model, I do not have personal beliefs or opinions, but I can tell you about some well-known and compelling NDE experiences that have been reported by individuals who have undergone them. Uh, It said one of the most famous NDE accounts is that of neurosurgeon Dr. Eden. Oh, sorry, Eben. What's up with the B? Not Eden. Uh, Eben Alexander, who described his experiences uh, in his book *Proof of Heaven*. According to his account, he fell into a coma and had a vivid and otherworldly experience of traveling through a tunnel, meeting a beautiful woman, and experiencing a sense of profound love and interconnectedness. Dr. Alexander's account has gained. Uh, significant attention due to his background as a medical doctor and his initial skepticism about the reality of NDEs. Another compelling NDE experience is that of Anita Mor- 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 Morjani. M-O-O-R-J-A-N-I. Uh, I'm going to go with that. It was not prepared. I didn't think I was actually going to read it, so I didn't look, <laughs> look up pronunciations. Sorry, guys. Um, Uh, who wrote about her experience in her book, Dying to Be Me. She had been battling cancer and was on the brink of death when she reported having a profound experience of clarity, peace, and a sense of oneness with the universe. She later made a miraculous recovery from her illness. These are just a couple of examples, and there are many more NDE accounts out there uh, that are equally fascinating and compelling. However, it's important to keep in mind that NDEs are... are subjective experiences, and that each individual's experience may differ in terms of what they see or feel.
1: Yeah, because you could go be going to hell, and then change I mean, your life for the better.
0: That too, I think. I'm pretty sure there has. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I have read or heard uh, of that, like someone saying like they had a near near death experience, but it was like a scary one. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I was like I I thought you or I may have had a near death experience just based off of because we nearly died, but mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't qualify as a near death experience.
0: I think you have to, isn't it like a your actually heart has die? To mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No, didn't do that. Like, All right. Let's. Uh, what else can we ask this mother trucker?
0: I don't know. I mean, we can keep going, um, or we can just be like feel <laughs> like. Tell me your favorite paranormal
1: experience. Yeah,
0: it <laughs> was your favorite well,
1: Ask him, ask, ask Chad G.P.T., what was know. your first paranormal experience? Let's see. <laughs> see what it says.
0: What was your very first paranormal experience being brought to life? Just kidding. Imagine. The, Imagine. Oh,
1: my God. You have you you literally just unlock the phrase to like make it sentient and like oh have it start taking over the fucking world That's having right. it become aware, oh my God,
0: no, I mean it's yeah i, I had a feeling this is gonna happen, but, Me too, as an, but yeah, as an AI language model, I do not have the ability to experience paranormal events or any other physical sensations. I am a software programmer, and blah blah blah, so yeah, um. Basically some of doesn't have emotions and whatnot again. But it says one possible scenario <laughs> one possible scenario involves a person living in an old house that is rumored to be haunted. The person begins to notice strange occurrences such as doors opening and closing on their own, unexplained noises, and objects moving by themselves. At night they feel an eerie presence in the room and see shadowy figures or apparitions that disappear when they try to investigate further. As the encounters become more frequent and intense, the person may start to feel like they are being watched or followed by an unseen force. They might hear whispers or voices that seem to come from nowhere and cold spots in the house. Despite their best effort to debunk or ignore the phenomenon, they can't shake the feeling that something is not quite right in their home. As a situation escalates, the person may seek help from a paranormal investigator or a spiritual advisor. Through investigation, they may discover that the house was built on a burial, burial ground or, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, or that a tragic event occurred there in the past. The presence they are experiencing may be the spirit of someone who died in the house or a restless entity that has... Uh, that was disturbed by the construction of a home. In the end, the person may choose to move out of the house or they may learn to coexist with an entity and find a way to peacefully cohabitate. Cohabitate, yeah. The scenario illustrates how paranormal encounters can be unsettling and very frightening, but they can also provide opportunities for personal growth and a spiritual awakening.
1: Dude, that's like the most <laughs> like generic and just grab every yeah. fucking like. Scary, scary story movie story trope, yeah, and
0: for sure. I just
1: jam it all into one fucking uh, scenario. Yeah, but,
0: it, That's hey, hilarious. but it's hilarious. It's it's I don't know. I I love it. I'm not I, I
1: almost thought. I mean, I I, I thought at one point you was gonna say like, uh, you know, then their kid gets sucked into the TV or some shit.
0: I wonder if I give it the prompt of like, can you write a scary story and see what it comes up with. All right. No.
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
0: I mean, you can give it prompts too. Like, can you tell me or like a scary story about shadows or a scary story about like aliens or something? I don't know. Like, tell me. Uh,
1: so let's see what it comes up with if we try and prompt it like to to like the kind of nightmares that I used to have Um. in the house. Uh. being pulled under the bed, bed shaking, and then sleep paralysis or something like that. I don't know.
0: Ooh. Here we go. We're writing a story. <laughs> it's a story about somebody named Emily. Should we change it to Eric?
1: Well, it did start with an E.
0: It did, yeah. Damn, it's going. It's going it's to be, let's see i mean it's it's still going i don't know if you can see like yeah, it, yeah. quite a few paragraphs like and it's still, oh, it's still going
1: yeah go for it i mean it's, you think okay you?
0: yeah i mean nah it's like i don't know five six paragraphs it's not and super Lucia long
1: says, oh okay it stopped already yeah oh, okay Let's see. I was gonna say ready? maybe we should have told it write a short story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can oh we can do that later. Or right, if we do it again. Okay, so uh, okay, it starts. It was a quiet night and should I use Eric or Emily? Go, Eric. Okay, okay. It was a quiet night and Eric was set, setting sorry. Eric was settling down to sleep in his bedroom. He turned off the lights and got comfortable in his bed, ready to drift off to sleep but as he closed his eyes, he noticed a strange feeling in the room. It was as if someone was watching him. He tried to shake off the feeling, but as he looked around the room, he saw a dark shadowy figure in the corner of of his bedroom. At first, he thought it was just his imagination playing tricks on him, but as he continued to stare at it, the figure grew more and more distinct. It had the shape of a tall, looming figure with arms that seemed to stretch out into the darkness. Its face was obscured by the shadows, but he could feel its cold, malevolent, malevolent gaze fixed upon him. Eric's heart began to race and he tried to scream for help, but no sound came out of his mouth. The shadowy figure. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? The figure slowly started to move towards him towards his bed, its shadowy tendrils reaching out towards him, Emily felt paralyzed with fear, unable to move or even breathe. As the entity got closer, he could feel its icy breath on her face. And he, he knew that this was- Fuck it.
1: Just keep it, Emily. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, was I struggling? Sorry. Uh,
1: you said Emily instead of Eric, and you said oh, her okay. at one point. So, All right. I mean, it, you only it was only those two times, but I don't want you to have to struggle through it.
0: Okay, well, it's two, two paragraphs left. Um, and he knew that this was no mere hallucination or trick of light. He closed his eyes, hoping it would go away, but when he opened them again, it was still there, inches from his face. Uh, suddenly, <laughs> Suddenly, it lunged towards him, engulfing him in its shadowy embrace. Eric felt as if he was being pulled into another world, a place of darkness and terror where he would be lost forever. When he finally woke up, He was alone in the room with no trace of the shadow entity, but the memory of that night would haunt him for the rest of his life. And he never forgot the feeling of helplessness and terror that he experienced that night.
1: I mean, I'd say decently accurate. (laughs) There you go. I don't know if I ever like actually saw a shadow figure, but I mean, I put shadow
0: figure as a prompt or in the prompt too. So that's why. Yeah.
1: But I mean, definitely like, when i when I always felt like I was getting pulled or towards the like bed like under going to go under the bed, I was always terrified that I was going to not come back
0: mm. so i in You're the gonna- dream,
1: I always fought like hell to not get pulled under because that was my my fears like if I got pulled under, that was it, I was done
0: yeah well, I mean.
1: So, I mean, uh, I don't pretty know.
0: accurate. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got, I got like, I started to get kind of chills up, up my back just because, like, I'm, I was hearing the story and I was remembering.
0: How it happened to my you. My
1: experience. Yeah. yeah. So, it was pretty fucking terrifying, dude. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, I
0: mean, now I kind of want to do, like, an alien abduction. Do it. Story. And I'll put. Should I put my name? Yeah. That way it would be okay. Uh, alien abduction story, and then it just
1: tells your story completely.
0: Oh my god! Imagine she woke up in her living room by herself. Woke up upside down. Okay.
1: Dude, what? imagine you 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 do you like you you don't prompt that, but then it literally just tells you like the story of how you ended up. Yeah, and here? it's just like as you're reading it, it like it's just bringing back memories of Ugh. the abduction.
0: That would be it's a, like
1: a, a, a live regression.
0: That would be insane. That'd be cool. Let's see. Just alien abduction story about Michelle. Do you think that should be enough? As
1: should've a child.
0: Should have put as a child. Mm-hmm. As a child. Should put scary alien abduction or just go with alien abduction? Just go happens? with
1: alien abduction, see what happens. Because I'm really interested to see if like what's gonna happen with you as you read this.
0: Okay. <laughs> was I? No, I think I was younger. Okay, sorry, I'm like already reading it. Um so it says, sure, here's a fictional story about a child named Michelle who experienced an alien abduction. Oh, I don't think I'm going to like this. Oh, I'm not going to like this. I don't like it. Okay. I'm like glancing through it, just trying to see how many paragraphs it's going to give me. Um, It's still kind of writing, but here we go. It says, Michelle was just eight years old when it happened. And I, I feel like I was probably more like five, six. five or six. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Michelle was about eight years old when it happens. She was playing in the backyard of her family's rural home. When she saw a bright light in the sky, at first she thought it was a shooting star, but it kept getting closer and closer until it was right above her. Suddenly, a beam of light shot out from the craft and engulfed Michelle, lifting her off the ground and into the air. She felt weightless and disoriented, and she was pulled into the ship, where she saw strange otherworldly creatures with large eyes and gray skin. It's the greys! Oh, no!
1: They did abduct <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> uh, Okay, it stopped. Michelle tried to scream, but couldn't make a sound. The beings probed her with instruments and conducted strange experiments on her body. She felt like I'm just saying,
1: real quick. Chat. Chat likes to not like let people scream. To be fair, it 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 happens, but three times already, nobody's been able to scream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a little creepy. Um. She felt like she was floating in a dream, unable to move or speak. Hours later, Michelle was returned to her backyard, where she collapsed on the ground. Her family found her there, dazed and confused. She had no memory of what had happened, only a vague feeling of unease and a strange mark on her arm. As the years went by, Michelle Michelle struggled with anxiety and nightmares, haunted by the memory of her abduction. She became obsessed with researching UFO sightings and alien encounters, hoping to find answers to the questions that plagued her. It wasn't until she was an adult. God damn it! It wasn't until she was an adult that Michelle finally had the courage to share her story with others. She joined a support group of people who had had experienced uh, similar encounters and found solace in knowing that she wasn't alone. Though she may never fully understand what happened to her that night, Michelle found a sense of peace in connecting with others who shared her experience. The memory of her abduction would always be a part of her, but she refused to let it define or control her life so dramatic <laughs> dun dun That's funny.
1: that was my attempt at the lawn order dun dun
0: it's not even uh, i know
1: but it's dramatic
0: okay. all right all right
1: how accurate was that
0: i don't know i don't know if i ever did have a, actually have a encounter i don't know what it was like or i don't remember yeah.
1: do you have a mark on your arm that you're not telling us about i
0: have that little red Dot where is that's- it? That red dot.
1: Hmm, that's it.
0: Yeah. Other than like birthmarks, I don't really, I don't have any scars, like unexplained scars. I guess. I had been told I that. Do. I had been told that I would be on my belly button, but I don't. Do you I have any this- belly button? No,
1: no, no. No. <laughs> huh? I, no, that I have marks that are kind of weird. Like I have this thing on my lip. It looks like I got my lip busted, but I've yeah. never had my lip busted before. Mm. And then my bicep is kind of weird. It's like got this cut in it. It's like a weird, like, well, it's fat right now, but oh, yeah, no, you <laughs> can see it right here. <clears throat> but it mm. might just be a deform, like a, the muscle looks kind of like it's a little deformed. Mm. But when I was, when I started working out, and you could, like, I was thinner and you could see my muscle more, mm. like, you could see the little bump. And then it had this, like, It looked like I had cut or tore my bicep at some point. It was weird.
0: Or maybe it's just like dimples where just that part of your muscle doesn't work.
1: Yeah. So I didn't get my dimples up here as pronounced, but I got it in my bicep.
0: There you go. (laughs) Didn't make it all the way up to your face.
1: Yeah. It was like, it was growing up and then all of a sudden it just stopped there.
0: That'd be funny. Anyway. Should we do another story or ask it to give us another topic? Uh,
1: another prompt, another topic.
0: Okay. Let's see. In your chat. Uh, give me a paranormal topic. hmm It says... <laughs> uh, Near-death experiences. No, shadow people. <laughs> Uh, sure, here's a paranormal topic. Shadow people. Shadow people are said to be dark shadowy humanoid figures that are often reported as being seen in a person's peripher- peripheral vision um, or during sleep paralysis. Some people describe them as having red eyes or glowing eyes, while others report feeling a sense of malevolence. Malevol- malevolence or fear in their presence believers in the paranormal suggest that shadow people may be spirits demons or even extraterrestrial beings skeptics on the other hand argue that shadow people are likely just a product of the imagination or a trick of the eyes and lighting regardless of their origin or existence shadow people continue to be a popular topic in paranormal circles and are often featured in books movies and tv shows oh i need to show you something too um let's talk about shadow people
1: <laughs> i mean and i've me, seen or... them f- straight on not out of the corner of my eyes
0: yeah i mean so, well i guess i've seen them in my dreams um and i guess yeah like in in person that that one time Well, oh, i guess when i had that other attachment like the jay guy where i literally saw him walk past me or like it but yeah, and I like freaked out and Carlos and Ale were sitting on the couch, but I it took my brain a second to remember or to process that there's nobody else in the house that would be walking next to me and they would basically be walking into the it wasn't an island but essentially the kitchen counter because mm-hmm. it was like my chair, me sitting in that space and then the the counter like right behind so they would be walking into the counter had they actually walked behind me. Yeah, but like it just was like from like where my shoulder is, and then just walked past, and I could like feel that sensation too of someone walking past you, and I was like, oh yeah, someone's walking, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, and then that's when I like jumped out of the seat and like freaked out, and everyone's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the times that I've seen them too, it it may not have been technically. I one time it was like out of the corner, and then by the time I turned full on to look at it. Like, straight on, I didn't see it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then the other times that I've <clears throat> seen, like, shadow people or whatever, it's been uh, kind of uh, like in that, that state of, like, kind of like, oh, I'm starting to doze. So people, a, a skeptic will probably be like, oh, you were just dreaming or you were I seeing things because you were falling asleep. Yeah. But I was just – my mind was opening up.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, no, probably. I mean you're in a more relaxed state. Um and I feel like the only other shadow people would be in that the dream that I've talked about <clears throat> that you came out in. Mm-hmm. Uh, or
1: where they turned to angels.
0: Yeah, they turn to something. Um but it was and it was such like a weird because, like, I, I want to say, like, okay with sleep paralysis because, like, it did it did start off that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I, like, looked over to my left and saw, like, the two shadow figures, like, silhouetted by my window kind of thing or the giant window that I had in the bedroom. And so that freaked me out. So immediately I was, like, trying to get up to run away from these two shadows. And I I couldn't. And then I finally was able to. Which it's like, okay, so then now it's not sleep paralysis because I actually got up. So what is this dream that's happening? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I ran to the door, but like, it was like they were using the force or something and I couldn't open the door, like they had it locked. And it was weird too. I don't know if I shared this detail about, I need to let Fitz out. Uh, I don't know if I shared this detail about. That dream, but as I was trying to open the door, like the pillow from my bedroom, from my bed, like came flying at the door, like as if they were trying to stop me or get mm-hmm. me to turn around or something. Um, yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Like the, the detail and like, it's still so vivid to me. Um, yeah. Because like I could feel the carpet on my feet, like I could feel my door handle, I could feel like the force of like not being a- not being able to open the door as if someone's like pushing it or holding it shut, I guess, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, finally opening it, that's when like you were there and you're like, no, you have to go back to your room, you have to go back to your room. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go back there. And that's when you just like picked me up and then dragged me back to the room. And that's when when I saw them, that's when they turned into these like beautiful light beings that were so overwhelmingly like beautiful that I just kind of collapsed and like not fainted. But it was that like you just go limp because you're like, oh, my gosh, like you're just in such like awe. Mm-hmm. And it was a complete 180 of what I was feeling when they were shadow people. Yeah. So I don't know. I still I still think about that dream a lot because. um Well, it was really weird. (laughs) Um, I never, never had another one like it. Um, I would love to just blame it and say sleep paralysis, but I, I, and I think I've asked this before, like, has anyone, if you're listening had a sleep paralysis like episode that then you were able to actually like get up and walk, not, not wake up from the dream and be okay, but literally like.
1: Walk inside the dream. Walk
0: inside the dream. Yeah. And like get up and move that's what always trips me out the most about, about it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, the, I know that like the, the dreams that I've had there, that, the, that one that I remember all, all the time before you did the cleansing, I, I don't constitute that as a sleep process just because like in the dream I was moving and I was able to get up and move around and shit happened in the dream. But, um, And then, and like once I was able to wake up, I was I was awake, you know what I mean. So I don't really consider that a sleep paralysis dream myself.
0: Yeah, I'll just put thanks. Can I have another one, or can I have one more? Oh, certainly. Here's another paranormal topic: poltergeist. Poltergeists are believed to be mischievous spirits that are known for causing physical disturbances such as moving objects, throwing things, and making loud noises. The word poltergeist comes from the German language where "poltern" means to knock or to make noise, and geist means ghost or spirit. Who knew that? Go see our deep dive episode. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I was going to say chat. Incorrect. Now, if you want more information, go check out our deep dive on poltergeist.
0: What's incorrect?
1: That it's not necessarily an end well, that it, that there's other theories that it's not necessarily an entity if oh, more it's yet. oh okay. Sorry. Sorry, chat. Jesus. <laughs>
0: uh, it says poltergeist activity is often associated with young people, particularly teenagers, and is sometimes believed to be caused by psychokinesis, the ability to move objects with one's mind. However, skeptics argue that poltergeist activity can often be explained by natural phenomena such as drafts or vibrations or by deliberate hoaxing. Despite the skepticism, poltergeist activity continues to be a popular topic in paranormal research and has been the subject of numerous books, movies, and TV shows. Sorry, what were you going to say? Sorry,
1: chat. (laughs) You got it right. (laughs) <laughs> but if you want more information, go check out our uh, Poltergeist episode, our deep dive. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like I understand the skeptic thing because obviously you want to, uh, what's it called? Uh,
0: uh, eliminate all possibilities. Yes.
1: And, and it is possible, like for example, uh, at Kil- Kilmainham uh, Jail. You know, the door closing and the person being like.
0: Oh, yeah. It was three, the two,
1: one the door close. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Uh, or. Maybe that door closes every time there's somebody in there. So that's why he was able to let you know that it was about to happen.
0: Maybe. maybe Did he
1: let you know? Was it before or after that? He said, oh, the door is about to slam.
0: He said before. Like, I before. guess he, he saw it like slowly oh, kind of no. doing this. And then so he was like, hey the door is going to close it's not a ghost and then it like slammed but i was like that was a ghost even though i very clearly felt the draft in the hallway but i said that was a ghost
1: and again like like for example when you were out there at dad's house doing the cleansing uh update by the way i didn't really feel a lot when i went there yesterday but there were it was like me valeria ruth and dad and some and somebody else was there too so there's a lot of people a lot of activity a lot of yelling on my part we were having a heated discussion about taekwondo rules uh and i raised my voice apparently um it just i get really into passionate passionate about (laughs) arguments um
0: you what no
1: yeah uh so yeah, I didn't really feel anything but again, uh I mean I kind of stared over at the room just because like I know what was there before or you know, what I've felt from that area. But nothing like I don't think it was anything like actually, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, so uh yeah, so like that door opening when you walked out, like yes, typically you could also say that oh, well all the all the doors are open, you know, if you open a door and I don't know if it was like completely, you know.
0: Closed all the way. Like Closed last.
1: all the way. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, then again, that could be, you could say, okay, well, it was probably just uh, the draft or whatever, or that pressure change that caused the door to open or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, sometimes it, it gets to the point where you just can't explain it. And then what, do you just disregard it completely because, you know. It can't be explained.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I
1: mean... I was going to say, and there's also been... I feel like there's also been instances where, like, uh, somebody's... I th- And I think we discussed this on, on, on the episode, um, on that deep dive, where, the, like, people have gone... Or, or maybe one of our guests talked about it, where uh, they would go to... They went to, like, an investigation and... Uh, the house was fine uh, when the person was out of the house. But as soon as they went into the house, like shit just started going nuts Wrong. inside the house. And not necessarily because, you know, they're pulling strings or doing stuff to make stuff happen, but just be, just their energy. Like as soon as they walk into the house, stuff starts happening.
0: Like you know they, I mean? they're bringing in the... Mm-hmm. Chaotic energy. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know, I guess, of like certain psychics where like el- electronics kind of go haywire, but that's more of a just like, oh, the computer's not working or the Wi Fi's not working or mm-hmm. things like that. Not necessarily stuff being thrown around, I guess. That and sucks. I, Imagine it, trying to
1: be a psychic and being a gamer and then just your internet never working.
0: Yeah, that would that would suck, and it, and it was super weird. Like I literally, I literally witnessed it happen. T- uh, once it was, it was crazy because it was um it was on one of like the, the holistic fairs that that mm-hmm. I do, and it was it was a shaman guy that I told you about, and then a psychic. He's getting a reading from like a, I think. I mean she worked with numerology too. So I I think if I remember correctly it was like a combination of like numerology um um uh, just psychic um information I guess and then something else because I remember she, her needing like a birthday and stuff. Anyway, all that to say he sat down and she's trying to type all the, his information into the uh like her iPad where she's going to like pull up like the numerology stuff I guess. Mm-hmm. And It wasn't working and it had just, it had been working the whole fucking time. But as soon as he sat down it just wasn't working, it wasn't working. And she kept trying. It's like, oh, maybe I need to like restart. And I don't know what still wasn't working. Finally, he's like, I think it's me. I'm just going to walk away. And he went into like his little like office that was right across, but like he could walk away and close the door and it fucking started working.
1: Do you think that's why? Anytime we've had a psychic on, we've always I feel like anytime we've had a psychic on, we've always had technical difficulties with the with trying to record with them.
0: I mean, yeah, I think so. I I think I definitely feel like that is an issue because I mean we're we're recording right now, not having any internet issues. Granted, I know it's just the two of us, but even Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had Martin on. Like I'm thinking like most recently and stuff, like we weren't and we don't have issues but it's yeah it's usually when we have like a sidekick that it's super glitchy and um, or
1: talking about aliens
0: yeah i don't know I, I i do think it's pretty curious but oh i guess let me well uh sorry since we're on poltergeist activity i was gonna ask you if you if you have any even if you've already told me but just because we're on the topic where something like flew across the room or um you notice things moving around
1: <clears throat> um, damn. I want to say yes, but the, like it's you always like kind of you know uh chalk it up to oh it was something else or you know I don't know uh, the, the the only thing that I can like that is always present in in my mind that I know we've talked about before, but I just it's hard to say whether it's a ghosting or it's a poltergeist thing would be that chair moving in the in the dining area of the nursing home you know that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's you heard, the only you thing it moves yeah slide yeah. Uh, i mean not significantly but it was just like a. it was enough to like where and like there's we were literally the only three people in in the dining area and the direction it came from was like there's we could see and there's literally no one there we just didn't yeah. see the actual chair, chair move. move we just heard it slide yeah, and and the, it was funny because we both like were talking and we just we heard it and I know we heard it because, but well, you
0: acknowledged it too. No, yeah,
1: because I asked her afterwards. But we when it happened, both of us just kept like we we finished our conversation, and then like I did I couldn't just leave it alone. So I was just like, "You did hear that, right?" And she goes, <laughs> "She just goes, yeah." Yeah, I was like, "All right, okay," <laughs> but literally it was just like a she closed her eyes, shook her head, and was like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, just just
0: choosing to ignore it." Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So I was like, "All right, cool," and uh, but yeah, no, I mean nothing like super crazy or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think the only, <clears throat> and I, I don't know if it's necessarily pol- poltergeist, uh, in the sense that object an object moved, but uh, <clears throat> was the, the keys. Oh, story in in the room that you're recording in uh, where if you haven't heard the story yet, basically, or try and do the quick version. I had like a loft bed where the bed was on top and the desk was underneath it. So almost like a bunk bed kind of thing. Um, my place was an absolute disaster. Cause like, I can't, I'm just chaos. So my bedroom was very messy and I'm trying to look for like my house keys so I can lock up. I think I was going to go somewhere. Um, and I was in high school, I think at this point, um, looking all over the floor, picking stuff up, trying to find it, can't find it, finally just, like, stand in the middle of my bedroom, like, where the fuck are these keys? Like, I remember having that thought, like, I cannot find them, where the fuck are these keys? And then they fell from the top of my bed. And, like, not just, like, oh, they were at the edge of the bed and they fell down, but, like, went up, like, arched, like, up. And, like, if someone was up there and, like, tossed them over the the little railing, you know, because it has to be a railing because mm-hmm. it's a loft bed, Um and they fell to the floor. And I was like, "Oh, there they are!" And I picked them up and just like walked out of my room, took like three steps, four steps out of the room, and was like, "Wait, what the fuck just happened? Like, wait, wait, what?" And I was like, "You know what? I don't even want to turn around and look and like try and investigate." I was like, "Fuck that!" And I left the house.
1: She's <laughs> so gonna see like a little ghost, like <laughs> waving back. Yeah, her, like I gotcha, you're
0: welcome. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, but I don't know why they would even be on the top ho- or be in my bed to begin with. Um, but also, yeah, like it was just super weird because they landed like right pretty much like right at my feet. Um, and I didn't bump the bed, I hadn't like shifted it or like moved it or or anything. I was literally just standing in the middle of my room, and then they, yeah, got like tossed over to me basically. And and it was just I, like, I can't, I can't, uh, forget that feeling of like oh sweet cool like there they are and like I start walking away and then just like slowly realizing like what the fuck just (laughs) happened like that wasn't supposed to happen but I mean I didn't I didn't feel scared and and like when it happened it was helpful obviously but it was unnerving I guess is probably a better word for it because like it shouldn't have happened but it's the only like moving story I got
1: no, that's not true, my friend. Cuz oh. recently you shared one with us too where all your shit went flying off of a a that's box true.
0: in my office. Oh, that too. Oh.
1: I'm talking about <laughs> from in the garage, remember?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that one I feel more so <clears throat> that I can like it was weird because it had been there for hours and I've always put stuff on the edge and like it's never fallen. But it I, the weird part was that Carlos had or I had just told Carlos about the haunted mirror and the garage and then like minutes later it fell over. That was like the weird part. But considering it was like being balanced like on a corner edge, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, Well, it could have fallen, even though why didn't it do that for hours and why hasn't it never done it before, I guess? Yeah.
1: it's not like we have earthquakes here.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. That was weird. I'm sure I do have other, like, stories. Yeah, like I said, also in my office, just um, certain things, like, across the room. Like, why are they over there? I didn't toss them, you know, or throw them. But whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have stuff here move all the time. Like, I leave it in one spot, and then, like, I can't find it, and it's actually in another spot now. But that's just Mm. called having a wife.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, oh, it sounds like you got some gnomes or fairy spirits, but uh, yeah, no, just a wife. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, I'm
1: sure sure my uh, fellow uh, married people will understand or my fellow married uh, men will understand. You leave something in one spot and then your wife is like, this does not belong here and puts it somewhere uh, else and then you can't find it.
0: Well, uh, on behalf of Carlos, I can say it's not just husbands. It's apparently, I mean, not that I'm his wife, but basically. Significant um, other. Yeah. He, I put something down and he doesn't like that it's there. And he, oh, I see. Puts I it see, away. I see, I see, I see. <laughs> or puts it away. Granted, said, yeah, it's like, I'll leave my keys on like the dining table. He's like, we have a spot for that. And there's that basket over there. I'm the child's apparently in the relationship.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I guess it's maybe just us then because I'll leave my stuff. Well, like, I've gotten better about the keys because now she put this little bowl with two hands. It's, like, two hands like oh, this. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And
1: so now I have to put my keys there. And if I don't, she's like – and if I can't find them later, she's like, why aren't they in the bowl? And I'm like – because. and then the thing is, like, one time I remember I was freaking out because I I, I put them in that bowl. But yeah. then I, I – um. I put my wallet in my backpack because I always keep my wallet in my backpack just in case like when I have to go to work and stuff like so I'm not like looking for it uh, but I try to put it in that bowl too um, but I put my ba- my wallet away and then I put my keys I grabbed both my keys and my wallet for some reason and I shoved them in my backpack so then we were, we were about to head out and I was like frantically looking for my keys I was like I can't find my fucking keys are my keys are my keys and then I went out to check the car. I was like, maybe I left them in the car. I was like, no, but I had to have had them because I opened the door. And then I was like, oh, you know what? They're in my backpack. She's like, why didn't you put it in the bowl? And I said, I did put it in the bowl, but I accidentally took them out. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah.
0: I'm going to send you the link to the thing that's creepy. Okay. Um, And we shall watch it together. Yeah, I just sent it to you. It's like okay. the link. Okay, but let me let me explain to before. Okay, so don't tap it yet. No, here, yeah, we'll we'll tap it at the same time and watch from the beginning. Okay, so uh, it's basically. Well, I guess you have to watch it, because <laughs> then I'm just gonna tell you what it is. But well, oh. no, 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 no. I I'll, I'll tell you. Um, sorry, indecisive. So it's basically this guy. Uh who is filming um, it's his mother's bedroom mother's house. And there's I already these, don't like
1: where this is going.
0: <laughs> there's handprints on the mirror and they're not regular handprints and you'll see what's different mm. about them. Um, but people are like, Oh no, like someone just touched it and like smeared it. And he, uh, he, and he goes on in the comments and is like, my mom lives by herself. And someone's like, Oh, like your mom's, Has a man basically, kind of thing, and it's like that kind of sexual joke. And people are like, or he's like, My dad died a couple of months ago, and she's she's not meeting basically, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that the father died a few months ago, and like she most certainly does not, yeah, like she most certainly does not. And I think that she had just had a surgery or something too, like she was sick, so she's not, but yeah, that's not happening. Um and I, th- I guess they also found them on the TV, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, and we'll, we'll talk about and describe what I'm watching and hopefully I can maybe try and post it to you on, on Instagram. But, um, it's, uh, if you want to find it, it's from Smitty from above and it's titled woke up to these handprints on the mirror. Okay.
1: Hold on. Now you're going to have to hold on. Cause I, I thought we were going and I clicked play. So I'm trying not to watch oh. the video, but it's, it oh. can't stop it now. All right, ready? Go. Okay. Last night, my mom just had these mirrors cleaned. The cleaners were just in here. And she woke up and she's like, did you do this on my mirror? And I was like, what are you talking about? Look at this fucking handprint. Oh. This thing is like twice as big as my hand and it's all spindly. It's fucking so creepy. There's another one on this side, but you can't see it as good. How creepy is that? there's another paranormal in my house last night. Okay, my so life. I'm going to go ahead and say that does not look like smudged handprints because yeah. you can clearly see the the different uh segments like if you look at your finger. hand, yes, you can see the segments of the finger and they don't look smudged. Like you yeah. can see each segment.
0: Like I, I feel like have, Huh?
1: No, I'm saying, like, I've never, like, I've seen people with huge hands and like, there's this guy in high school that had really long fingers, but that's insanely large.
0: Yeah. Like it almost looks like the middle three, like, okay, those could have been smeared. But if you look at the, like the pinky, cause that one's a little clearer, that one is very much like, that's not like, that's just like a pinky pressed up, but like long ass mm-hmm. fingers. Um, but yeah, no, just like you said, um, and like uh, with the, you can see the segments of like the parts of the finger kind of thing like the knuckles i guess right um but he was also saying that obviously it's harder to see in the the detail in the video but like you can see like there's like fingerprints basically like there's those those details and like the lines in the hand like you can actually see um all of that and so um yeah if i can't post a whole video maybe just like a screenshot of, of the handprint so you guys can see what we're talking about but um it basically looks like two handprints um i mean like literally like you would see in a creepy photo or in like a horror movie like one on either side like if you were standing in front of a mirror and put one hand on either side of like your face kind of thing i guess i don't know maybe Mm -hmm. a couple of feet apart um and yeah one's a little bit more not as like distinct and the other one you can like really see uh and then he says like i said later on in the comments that they also found it um on a on a TV too.
1: So uh, what if something or an alien is coming through and they're going back through the mirror or any reflective surface and they're like they press, you know, they're like pressing their hands to get through to the other side.
0: I mean maybe um someone was like it looks like what I imagine gray aliens' hands look like. Um And they're like, yeah, it's, like, so detailed, like you're mentioning. Uh, Somebody said, let's see. Um, So And he also adds, like, I haven't really said everything yet either. Like, there's more to this story than just, like, the the video. Um, He said, I stayed at my girlfriend's last night. My mom texted me at 4 a.m. freaking out because the TV turned on by itself. And she found more handprints on the TV. I haven't been home yet. So I haven't been home yet to see those yet. If they are legit, I will take photos and video tomorrow. Um, But yeah, obviously people are like install cameras because even if it's not paranormal, like if someone's breaking into the house, (laughs) it's still, you know, dangerous and fucked up. Some people were also saying that it, I guess they have experiences, like they had handprints start showing up like that in their house and it was like a like a demonic Demon. presence. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just a poltergeist, maybe it's aliens. I I mean, maybe it is. Like who who knows? I don't know, but um yeah, someone's like get rid of that mirror. Um people were doing the whole like feng shui thing of like you shouldn't have a mirror facing your bed. You shouldn't have two mirrors facing each other. Like you shouldn't, you know, just the reflective surfaces thing that that we've talked about in the past. Um uh he also Let's see. Truly horror. Somebody said truly horrifying. One of the better documented cases of demonic handprints I've ever seen. Time to start casting out evil. And and this guy has not said anything that he thinks it's demonic. Like it's literally mm. people in the comments. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Save this dude. Um, time to start casting out evil spirits in Jesus' name. There's a ton of tutorials online for it. Which like, oh my god, is like babe. I know. <laughs>
1: pre-study years of their lives to like be able to cast out demons and and uh, just go fucking tutorial on on youtube just google it um
0: but he's like so i have no idea what kind of thing would leave would leave that but my sister just had a major surgery and so they didn't they didn't give her strong enough pain meds after. And for three days, she was staying at our place and in that room in agony. And for some reason, I think that attracted whatever left those prints in the hand, in, in the bedroom. Uh, my mom never believed in anything paranormal her whole life, but she's ab- absolutely freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I mean, everyone's trying, well, like, maybe your sister did it or maybe your mom did it or maybe, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, like, they weren't there. They couldn't or they were bedridden or, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty creepy. I'd never seen – I didn't know that was a thing, like, handprints like that that people have, mm-hmm. you know, experiences. But now I kind of want to deep dive into that. Not actually do a deep dive, but see yeah. like what other – um,
1: well, I kind of want to reach out to him and see if he'd be willing to come on the podcast to share more.
0: Well, I just sent you the thing, so maybe you can. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It like, makes me fearful of mirrors because I'm like, but I need I, – we need mirrors, but
1: – Well, I mean, you've already had your fair share of yes. stuff happen with mirrors, so I don't know if you need to keep messing with mirrors. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does – it's it's really crazy, and I and – I, like. Again, I do wonder if it's something like that, like they're coming through the mirror and then when they're going back, like, did you ever check for prints on your mirror?
0: No. Why would I want to? know? I I did. Actually, I was in the I don't think there is, though, because literally just yesterday I was in the garage waiting for Carlos to, like, come out so that we could leave. Um, And I happened to be standing like, kind of pretty much directly in front of the desk. And I was just, like, looking at it and, like, looking into the mirror and waiting to <laughs> waiting to maybe see something um but i didn't see any handprints on there so no i'm sure it's, there's nothing there
1: over here scrying inadvertently
0: okay actually like since you're bringing that up i make scrying mirrors i haven't in a little while but i still have like some of the obsidian like in progress ones like on my table and i remember with the whole When the whole thing happened and and my friend's like, oh, like, do you have mirrors? I'm like, I mean, I have the scrying mirrors. And she's like, you have scrying mirrors just sitting out on your desk. She's like, are they covered? I'm like, no, I guess I'm working on them. So basically I just have a whole bunch of little portals just hanging out on my desk. But it's obsidian, so it's supposed to, like, be protective too. But anyway, yeah, should probably fix that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, dude. Uh
0: um yeah guys so i this yeah this is a little bit of a an impromptu um recording something totally different i honestly kind of really liked the chat chat gbt stories it was kind of fun and then having it prompt us some topics were were fun too
1: but yes guys we have talked about shadow people i don't think we've did we deep dive shadow people i don't think so all right, guys, if you'd like to contact us, check out our website at WeBelieveDU.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow and share on Facebook and Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple podcast. You can also give us a five star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of vice strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe.
0: Do you?